most leaders are likely to find themselves leading through a crisis at some point. This last year has almost certainly put every leader in that position. In a crisis, panic, fear and anxiety can affect everyone. For a leader, you might want to lock the door, bury your head and run away and hide from the problems. And when you're leading through a crisis, the vision and goals can be lost in a battle to just keep standing and operating. Doing this constantly is exhausting and morale falls without a sense of direction and when you're always treading water. When you're leading during a crisis, you may have to do things differently. And I'm going to share three key areas that can ensure success for a leader, the team and the practice, even in a crisis. So let's get started. Are you providing the leadership in your practice? Maybe you found out what a complicated and difficult role this can be. I'm Gary Hughes, and this is the Leadership in Practice podcast where I'll be helping you manage some of the challenges all leaders face. I'll be giving you ideas and tools and helping you understand how you can be a better leader of your practice. Not too long ago, I was a guest on Dr. Rachel Morris's excellent You Are Not A Frog podcast. She asked me what were the most important things to do when you're providing the leadership in a crisis. My answer was, increase your visibility, lead with love and keep moving forward. As we continue to battle through a crisis bigger than we could ever imagine, it's important to make sure we are providing the leadership needed. And whatever the nature of the crisis the situation will almost certainly dictate that you need to focus on specific things. So let's have a look at each of these three things and see why they are important when you're leading in a crisis. The first of these is increase your visibility. It's never good, even in ordinary times, to be an absent or an inaccessible leader. And that's even more true when you're in a crisis. In these situations, the anxiety and the stress and the vulnerability of the team is even higher. And with all of that, there's an increased need for them to see a reassuring presence. The team want to see someone calm and confident leading the way. So it's a time to get out and about and to be extra visible to them. You need to make sure that you're taking the time to get away from your desk, to talk and to listen and to communicate what's going on. And when you do talk, make sure you're talking to individuals. In a crisis, it's far more powerful than talking to them in groups. You want to try and make it informal. A good time to do this is over lunch or coffee breaks or even opportunistic if that's appropriate. You want to make sure you're having open conversations. You should be avoiding management speak and all the business terms and jargons that at these times they just won't want to hear. You're aiming to connect at a personal level and to do that you'll be helped by using small gestures. They can make a big difference. Things like remembering people's names and personal facts, making sure you connect at a personal level using the small gestures to help you. And a key part of increasing your visibility is to make sure that you're not just there in front of them, but you're also present and engaged. You need to make sure you're doing this properly and that you're committed mentally and emotionally to what you're saying and what you're hearing. When you're talking to someone who is anxious, who is vulnerable, 
They want to know that you're empathising with what you're being told. So you really need to communicate that. It's not just talking, it's properly communicating how you understand them and how you're feeling as well. And sharing how you're feeling is an important part of increasing your visibility. It's about being open and honest. In no way do you want to be seen to be hiding or playing safe. In these situations, it's okay to show your vulnerability. Let them know that you're anxious and stressed too, whilst at the same time providing the calm, present leadership that they need at the front. And if you're asked a direct question, make sure you answer it. You shouldn't obviously sidestep them so they can see that. Answer the question you've been asked, but if you don't know the answer, be honest about that. Let them know that you don't know, but you'll try and find out. So if you're leading during a crisis, then one of the most important things you need to do is increase your visibility. Now, the second thing you need to do when you're leading in a crisis is to lead with love. As we've said, in a crisis, anxieties and stress levels rise. And it's not a time for fighting and pushing back and kicking out at all those around you. But strong leadership is needed. But this is strong as in showing the right amount of concern and support. You need to do this to bring people together and to get the best from them. It's leadership using love in the broadest sense. So let's look at what leading with love means. Leading with love is very much when the soft skills come to the fore. One aspect of this is communicating. But not just communicating when you're asked to or when you see a sudden spike in the stress and the anxiety. To make sure that you keep communicating. And also importantly, make sure that you make it safe for others to do so as well. Don't create an environment where people think they can't speak or speak to you. You want to keep the team involved and informed. Another aspect is listening. You need to be listening to what's being said and also be aware of what's not being said. Make sure that you're asking questions and exploring all perspectives, trying to find out what people are thinking and feeling. And make it clear that you're not just listening, but you're also hearing what's being said. Understanding is also an important part of leading with love. You don't want to be judging or blaming. You need to be offering empathy. You need to be sensitive to people's feelings. And where you can, you need to be seen to be flexible. And leading with love is also about being caring. When you ask your team how they're doing, and you should be asking them, make sure that you mean it. If you see someone's having a bad day, make sure you notice it and go out of your way to ask them if there's anything that you can do to help. Your team want to know that you care about them. And in a crisis when we're leading with love, we also need to be accepting. We need to accept that no one is perfect. We all have flaws. And it may be in a crisis that these are more obvious. So be tolerant of them and try and forgive the mistakes that are made and instead offer support and encouragement. You need to build a culture where your team are safe and they're ready to seek help if needed and that they are accepting of each other's flaws. And leading with love is also about encouraging. In a crisis, we all need a boost. So make sure that you do show appreciation and offer encouragement if you see someone is struggling. Let them know that they'll be supported when they need it and if things go wrong. The third thing that you need to do when you're leading in a crisis is to keep moving forward. In a crisis, leaders can be overwhelmed 
and it's easy to resort to continually reacting to events. This impacts negatively on the team and it kills creativity and it's more likely the practice will go backwards than progress. Even in a crisis there are ways to adapt and improve and it's important that leaders do things to keep moving forward. If the team sees that the practice is still doing that, it's not just struggling to survive and stand still. It helps to give a sense of optimism. So it's important to keep moving forward. So what that means is seeing all perspectives and possibilities. Even in a crisis, step back and put your emotions aside and look at the situation from all angles. And if needed, list all of the possibilities you have. There will be possibilities to move forward. In a crisis, you may need to shorten your horizon. It may not be possible to look five years ahead, but even if you can only look six months ahead, it's better to look that far and actually progress and move forward than not do this at all. So shorten your horizons. And in doing that, look for the best possible immediate outcomes and positive steps you can take. It's better to do something than nothing at all. And in finding a way to move forward, make sure you include your team. They'll know the ins and outs of the practice, the services that you offer and the patients. So allow them to come up with ideas to move forward as well. Looking forward is a positive and optimistic activity. So you want everybody to benefit from that. And if you make any plans, make sure that they're flexible. In a crisis, circumstances can change quickly. In the last year, we've seen how this can happen. So make sure you've got flexible plans that you can change if needed. And as a leader, it's easy to put all the pressure on yourself, but you can also ease some of that pressure. It's not all up to you. Others might have better ideas and quicker reactions. So empower the team to make decisions and implement ideas. Take some pressure off yourself, but remind them and encourage them to think positively and focus on a forward direction and to keep moving forward. So if you find yourself leading in a crisis, it's not a hopeless case and everything's not lost. There are things you can do to counter the anxiety and the rising stress levels. You need to make sure you're increasing your visibility. Don't hide away, but get out and talk to the team, making sure that you're present, engaged and being open and honest. And make sure that you're leading with love. It's a time to show your softer skills understanding, caring, accepting and encouraging are important things at this time and to keep the morale up and to let everybody see that there is an end and there are some positives. Make sure that you keep moving forward. You might need to shorten the horizon and take smaller steps but there are possibilities to keep moving forward. In a crisis it's natural to want to run, hide and bunker down. Everyone is vulnerable and dealing with uncertainty You and your team need more visibility. If you want to be a strong leader, then don't forget to love. And if you're going through hell, then keep going forwards. Thank you for listening to this Leadership in Practice podcast. You can find even more ideas and tools to help you improve your leadership in my book, Leadership in Practice, and my blogs posted on LinkedIn. If you'd like help with a leadership challenge, contact me at gary at leadershipinpractice.co.uk. Connect with me on LinkedIn or head on over to www.leadershipinpractice.co.uk. It'll be great to connect with you. If you want to be a regular listener to the show, 
the easiest way is to subscribe on iTunes. Thank you.